Welcome to Soul Counseling with Shannon Autumn, a weekly counseling podcast about connection, meaning, and transparency. I'm Shannon. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's interesting that this episode falls this week. So the full moon passed. It was last Friday, Friday the 13th, and there was a lot of shedding of old patterns and uh, insecurities that I currently work through. And so it was just interesting that this particular episode uh, is set to release. I record episodes in advance. I've explained this in in a previous episode, and so that's why you may hear some voice variances. But yeah, so I recorded this episode like maybe I want to say a couple months now ago, and it's just interesting how there's this synchronicity that occurs with these experiences. And also, with that being said, uh, this podcast series, the intention of this podcast series is really to facilitate healing and growth. So a lot of these discussions are quite triggering so for those who are quite not quite ready to start in their healing practice or to recognize some of these personal conflicts within themselves this may not be the podcast series for you however for those who are ready for that uh you know keep keeping an open mind as you listen to these to this these deep dialogues can be helpful. And I am also opening up the floor so anyone who is interested to come onto the podcast series, uh, I would love to host you. So I'm looking for individuals who are engaged in their healing journey and who would like to share their story and to discuss you know, their journey when it comes to healing past trauma or conflicts and how they are able to use different tools in their healing practice to facilitate that growth. So I am looking for those individuals who are ready to share their truth and I hope to provide that space for you if that tends to be you. So uh, contact me through the Light Shaw Zen website. You can also email me like lightshawzen at gmail.com. So L-I-G-H-T-S-H-A-Z-E-N at gmail.com. So I guess that's all I wanted to say in the beginning. It was quite a long intro. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. This episode will be different than the rest, as I usually prepare a script and decide what I'll be talking about in the episode. This one will be a free scripted episode and just um, I'm just going to allow whatever to come in to flow out. And so whatever, um, whatever messages come in and the topics of connection to come in as well and also a reminder that whenever um, something resonates with you it's definitely 
um, coming not from me. So I'm definitely not the source of that, um, but I'm merely just a vessel. And so whatever resonates with you, um, I'm happy that that's happening because you know, whenever we engage in meaningful conversations, we allow ourselves to create that meaningful conversation with ourselves, And that's really something um, that is encouraged, to be able to connect to this divine communication system within ourselves, especially in a society where um, noise and stimuli um, bombards our senses. Uh, and especially the sense that goes beyond the five senses. So really being able to turn down the noise, turn down the sound, um, the outside sound, the external sound. So we're able to realize this divine communication system within ourselves and be able to connect to that divine wisdom that allows us to guide our experiences, especially during those um, circumstances of difficulty. And so recently I have been listening to uh, Jordan B. Peterson, psychologist um, Jordan B. Peterson and his podcast. So probably what I will be sharing with you is inspired um, by his lectures. So you're welcome to you know, tune into his lectures. I highly recommend it. It's amazing. And uh, it is really, um, it allows some, some deep reflection, at least for me. So what comes up right now is really the idea of personal responsibility. Uh, the idea of realizing what we are responsible for in our lives. So I've grown up in Vegas. Um, I've been here most of my life. And people who grew, who grew up in Vegas or um, is growing up in Vegas, I believe they can probably identify with what I'm about to say. Um, so Vegas is a tourist spot. It's a touristy town where people tend to filter in and out a lot. And I think that tends to be the culture here where there aren't very uh, strong roots where we're able to feel safe in a way where we can explore discomfort in, a, in an effective way. Um, so growing up in a place where um, people filtering out is common and this lack of grounding is um, tends to be the culture. Uh, it um, it can be difficult, and I think it's not just here, but maybe the West Coast is a little bit different than um, the middle uh, Midwestern and the East Coast. But um, this is definitely speaking generally. So I know there are definitely a few exceptions, and. I would like to think I'm part of that except, um, exception because, you know, I plan while well, that could change to settle here in Vegas. And when I tell people that, they're 
uh, really surprised like why I would want to stay here um, and I don't mind it here it's it is uh, it's one of those things where um, I'm able to create these roots here yet want to travel and um, do other things as well and so there's this personal responsibility that has been challenged as I've been living here and growing up here and so people filtering out there's this sense of like abandonment or lack of trust in meaningful relationships that tends to happen and this also could be the culture of my generation where um, they say like we are like a hookup culture where that tends to be the norm um, and I'd like to think that um, you know of course there are some exceptions as well and and so when we have this lack of grounding this lack of roots um, you know which is influenced by the environment is influenced by where we are living you know we're influenced by external forces by the outside um, and being able to recognize that influence in a way that if it's creating disturbances or dissonance within ourselves then it's our personal responsibility to work with that and to acknowledge it and so living here i um and living just in a place where there aren't very strong roots set in place this is where personal responsibility to ground yourself in a way that transcends location um, is important being able to ground yourself in a way where you're able to anchor and navigate through moments of discomfort or um, experiences that are not preferred and this can happen with other people this can happen within yourselves and mostly you know we have the ability to choose who we hang out with and who we want to influence um, who we'd want to influence our lives in some way and that is helpful to a certain extent because um, we live in this type of culture where you know if someone does another person wrong then immediately bridges are cut and so this is the kind of um, idea of you know lack of of maintaining this bridge especially if we are hurt in some way and so I think it's important to talk about this because, you know, when we continue this cycle of burning bridges, then it makes it difficult to create the meaningful connection that we, we need in our lives and creating the meaningful connection that um, gives us hope that, you know, people are naturally good and people are inherently good. And so this is a, this is a, perspective by um, it? Um, by Carl Rogers and he is a um, psychologist counselor and he 
describes this idea that people are inherently good like people aren't born evil and they aren't born with these cruel intentions yet as we get older and as we go about our lives um, usually it's the circumstances that people have gone through that put them in this mode of survival and this idea of having to survive on their own which is why there's this cycle of lack of meaningful connection and this um, cycle of isolation and so the idea of is the idea of it is to break the cycle to break um, to break this cyclical way of living that um, that aren't that is not that isn't serving us in a way that promotes meaningful connection because as social creatures we are we thrive off of meaningful connection you know imagine um, someone who on the outside seems to have it all seems to have you know um, a stable job a a good uh, a well-paying job and um, a lux um, luxurious car or house or whatever but if there is this lack of sharing of that material good there is a lack of value on a personal um, and subtle level that ultimately leads to happiness um, and leads to sustainability uh, and so this idea of burning bridges as soon as someone is hurt is um, really detrimental I think it is important for us to understand that just as we are human, so are so is everyone around us. And part of being human is that we are flawed. We are um, imperfect, and not um, really not the idea of like we're flawed in a negative way, but just that we have we are far from this idea of unflawed. Um, not saying that there's something wrong with people or wrong with us or you or anything, but just the idea that we have our differences that someone else won't, um, may not understand. And it's not your responsibility to make them understand. It's really our personal responsibility to be understanding ourselves, to understand this um, imperfect nature about being human. And so uh, when we are able to take personal responsibility of understanding, um, self-understanding first with ourselves, then we're able to apply that to other people and to apply that when, uh, when someone engages in an activity or says something that um, offends you in any way. And so having that initial reaction is normal. And having that initial response of anger is normal. Um, what we think is normal yet is not um, helpful for our health and well-being is the idea of resentment and the idea of lack of understanding in the long run. Um, in the moment, that heat is necessary, but yet that heat, that same, that similar heat, that's um, that source of heat can be used as transformation within ourselves. Yet if we prevent that cycle of allowing it to become a transformation um, for ourselves and our soul development and our character development, then that's where 
we have this um, inability to maintain meaningful relationships and meaningful connection and and levels and connection um, whether it's subtle or prominent um, is all related and so if it's difficult to create this meaningful connection meaningful relationship with others then I then it is a invita invitation to see the quality of your connection with yourself if you're able to recognize your your differences and recognize your way of thinking in a way that influences your behaviors influences the kind of cognitive thinking that you engage in your cognitive patterns and when these patterns um, aren't recognized when um, patterns of being is not recognized then imagine if there's a pattern that is not helpful that is detrimental or disastrous or has some kind of cruel or um, in a sense evil type of um, foundation how it is important for us to be able to uproot and create a new foundation for our health and our well-being so we're able to create the meaningful connection that we strive on and to have that personal responsibility to witness and recognize our own patterns and how those patterns influence the meaningful connection in our lives. The meaningful connection on either a intrapersonal level, so in a level that where you're connecting with yourself on a deeper level, and this can also be um, yeah, the connection that you have with yourself um, on an interpersonal level, so the connection that you have with others, and also on a transpersonal level, so the level that you have with a higher source, divinity, guardian angels, God, all of these wonderful, um, meaningful connections that is necessary to overcome suffering. And relating this to the idea of suffering and how the Buddhists say life is suffering, uh, it's one of those things that is related to uh, that flawed nature or that nature of differences. Um, and it's through those differences, those variabilities that create the uncertainty that leads to suffering. And so how do we manage this? We manage this through understanding, self-understanding and allowing that understanding to, to be applied in the external world, your external world. So the sense of personal responsibility to develop your sense of understanding is called for. Being able to engage and commit to a regular way of checking in and a regular reflective type of exercise is also being called for. Imagine if people were more reflective and being are able to self-reflect on their behaviors, um, reflect on their intentions behind the behaviors, then imagine 
um, the kind of peace that will that would be present in our society. Yet there um, tends to be this redirection of blame, this redirection of it's not me, it's you, um, where people tend to victimize themselves that um, that what happened to them, they're they're the ones that that are the victim, and while that could be, you know, ar arguably true in some way, there's also um, part of that that is untrue, that, you know, we are victims. Um, because when we label ourselves as that, there's this sense of helplessness. When we need to be creating the autonomy and the um, power to change what needs to be changed within ourselves. And on a physical level, you know, our cells, um, we don't have the same cells from seven years ago. So there's this idea that every seven years, everything about our body is different. And so if this is happening on a physical level, on more subtle levels like the emotional um, and spiritual level, then something about that, um, something about that also changes, and so there's this idea of development um, in a way where we need to undergo those changes, and also talking about the spiritual level. There's also something about that subtleness, that deep connection on a soul level that ultimately remains the same. So ultimately connects us to the idea that we are we are inherently good and that um, you know babies we aren't born evil and yet um, you know it's that same potential um, that can change on either to either ends of the spectrum so we are all born with um, the similar similar potential for good yet we are also born for the similar potential for evil or the similar potential of the shadow. And so for us to be able to align to our highest and best, for us to be able to live um, in harmony and in peace, then um, being able to connect to that, um, connect to that um, permanent source of good, of light within ourselves can help us navigate through the ever-changing and evolving nature of life in itself uh, and so it's interesting because you know I work in the mental health field and sometimes there are clients who have this difficulty um, accepting the change accepting the inevitability of change and I think I'm not sure if I've shared this no, but so my tendency, um, or just tendencies in general, uh, in relating this to mental health is, you know, when individuals are focused a lot on the path, this leads to proneness for symptoms and feelings of depression versus people who are focused on the future. This leads to symptoms and feelings of anxiety. And so this lack, this inability to to accept change is this idea of, uh, is related to 
this dwelling of the past, dwelling of, um, of wanting to revert back and prevent the natural cycle of change. And so this also leads to um, those feelings, the proneness of depression, because there's this lack of this lack of acceptance to to the inevitability of change, to the inevitability of of life moving forward. And so when we uh, when we are prone to this, this leads to um, leads to you know neg symptoms or negative feelings that we don't prefer, that we do not prefer. Yet those um, shadow qualities um, still have a lesson to teach. And just recognizing that the same potential for the shadow, for, um, for feelings or symptoms that we don't prefer um, can also be the same potential for the other side of light qualities, of joy, of happiness, of understanding. And so it's our personal responsibility to, to, to influence that potential within ourselves. Personal responsibility to create um, the type of movement that we want this potential to go in. And when we are not aware of where this potential is going, this can lead to, um, this can lead to, you know, the lack of understanding, the lack of joy, the lack of happiness, of the lack of meaningful connection. And when we realize there's this, there's this um, lack of in our lives, then we do have that personal responsibility to create the abundance of it because it's again um, two sides of that spectrum and we have the autonomy to create the movement um, yet it isn't um, yet it can be difficult for sure it's it's easier easier said than done however um, when individuals are open to that voluntary commitment to to influence that movement potential then that is beautiful that is that is healing and empowering because we do have a sense of autonomy for for those for those um, light qualities that we tend to favor and just thinking about this idea of personal responsibility and this idea of victimization um, when we are able to be responsible for the thoughts that we engage in <coughs> excuse me um, <coughs> so when we're able to take responsibility for the thoughts that we engage in the words that we say and the behaviors that we that we engage in as well, then it allows us to see what about that potential um, needs to change. Um, what what about that movement of potential needs to differ? Because that's ultimately what we 
we have these differences, yet we also have these same qualities of light potential within ourselves. And when we are able to recognize that light potential within ourselves, we are in a better position to recognize the light potentials in other people as well. Even the people who, um, who you don't necessarily get along with. And so it's just this idea of basic human courtesy, this idea of human understanding where we can maintain the bridge of connection rather than burn that bridge um, right off the bat. And this doesn't go and say to keep the ones who promote toxicity in your life, to keep them in your life, but you can, um, you can still create a bridge of understanding rather than a bridge of resentment. Because when we have this bridge of resentment, this burnt bridge of resentment, it is not good for, it's, it's not helpful in our, in our ability to self-heal and our ability to undergo the healing and recovery process for our own health. And so this idea of personal responsibility to engage in understanding is, is the focus. It is, uh, this understanding allows us to create that meaningful connection and then also realizing the people that you know we are meant to be transparent with and so when we're able to recognize these meaningful connection we develop the discernment to recognize which relationships are ultimately bringing you bringing you positivity and more light rather than the toxicity and um, the shadow because we already have enough shadow within ourselves um, yet yet also having the understanding to see um, the intentions behind people's actions and behind their their way of being that is something that is my favorite way of looking at individuals is identifying and getting a sense of what their intentions are because you know I think it's important to recognize that how we express ourselves um, is different that is what makes us unique our ways of expression what makes us similar is you know we we desire happiness or we we thrive off of happiness and meaningful connection and there are qualities within us that ultimately is the same you know the same light within me is present within you same as the same light within you is present within others and so when we are when we are better able to recognize that light and understand that people undergo their shadow qualities or their shadow phases in their life then we're able to maintain this bridge of understanding rather than maintaining this burnt bridge of resentment. It's similar to, you know, energy. Um, imagine the kind of energy it takes to, to maintain this burnt bridge. Um, you have to constantly think about the structural damage and prevent the structural damage from completely taking this bridge down compared to um, a bridge that 
um, requires less maintenance, it requires less, uh, less energy. And so when we have, when our energy isn't being directed towards, towards this sense of resentment, and then we are able to utilize this energy to more productive, more meaningful, uh, meaningful connections within our lives. And so, um, this energy can also be used for that discernment for who is who are the ones that you are meant to be transparent with because uh, it's one of those things where our level of transparency is also dependent on who um, who has those well those good intentions for you so being able to have that energy of of understanding having that energy of discernment really helps to create those meaningful connections in your lives that lead to a sense of higher purpose and just recognizing that your ability to engage in this personal responsibility of your energy is present. Much love to you for listening to the full episode. It is a learning curve finding my voice on this podcast series, so I appreciate you. If you feel moved to do so, I would appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes to help other listeners find this podcast. Feel free to share with family, friends, and anyone you think would benefit from the content. Visit lightshotzen.com, L-I-G-H-T. S-H-A-Z-E-N to learn more about me and my offerings. You can also connect on social media on Instagram, Yogini, Period Shan, and Light Shazen. To support this podcast, you can donate the amount of your choice through PayPal by visiting the Light Shazen website and clicking the donate button at the bottom of the page. A link will be included in the show notes. So tune in to the next episode. Until next time, the light within me honors and respects the beautiful and divine light within you. Namaste.